just listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. to know what's bothering you. The doctor is in the house. If you have a pain, call a doctor. If you have a sprain, call a doctor. Let the doctor know what you're going through. Let him tell you what's good for you. Because the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Call a doctor. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron is in the house. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Ron, the host of Dr. Ron. A Saturday update on medical news that you can use. Maybe news that you have hearing. I'm watching. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. Medical information heard on this program is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional treatment. You are encouraged to confirm any information sources. Review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment of the reason I say that is the viewers have been. But the this, this show's mantra is to make you the CEO of your own body. Everything, even if you give it this program, take names for you and your family because the big pharmaceutical companies, in my opinion, have taken over everything. It all started in around 1910 with the Rockefellers, putting a hundred million dollars into the program to get rid of anything natural. In, in the end, there would be a pill for every ill, a, a diagnosis invented so that they discovered could be dry skin. Dry skin is not a diagnosis, it's a symptom. of the so called diseases that are being treated are really symptoms. A pill for you, pill for every ill. So where do we start today? I still maintain my position that the third leading cause of death is modern medicine. That is the real epidemic in this country. 
400,000 deaths per year, each and every year, and nobody talks about it. We have some of the most influential people, the editors of major journals. Pocketbooks. We'll talk a little bit more about death by modern medicine. Today, a lot of things have caught my eye. And uh, one of the things is, you know, with this epidemic, this pandemic, this China virus, everybody is using disinfectants and all kinds of things. Luckily, triclosan is no longer in hand sanitizers. This came out two weeks ago, January 21st. Study weekly use of disinfectants greatly increases your risk of fatal lung disease. Facts a 30 year study conducted by Harvard researchers and the French National Institute of Health and Medical Research found that people who use disinfectants, get this, once a week having 22 to 32% increased chance of developing lung disease. Don't think about that. So how reliable are these government agencies when it comes to determining how safe products that we use every day for cleaning and we think for our health and environment, how do they regulate this? There are alternatives. We're natural without all the chemicals. So the main lung disease was chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, otherwise known as COPD. And this wasn't a small study. It included 55,000 nurses in the United States. Why nurses? Because they use disinfectants to clean services on a regular basis. In this study population, 37% of nurses use disinfectants to clean services on a weekly basis, and 19% use them to clean medical instruments on a weekly Now, 25,000 people died a year, each and every year from COPD in England alone. In England, it represents the third highest death rate of any disease. There was a study that was reported in this study that said that in 2019, more than 70,000 nurses and they came to the same conclusion. So we use these products each and every day. No one really thinks of the health guidelines. Cosmetics are an example we use every day, but it's not a regulated industry. But it should be, in my opinion. They just pass through. Life is safe, which I've talked about right here. Toxin and chemical. Very concerned each and every day, and you see the lawsuits. 
those relationships between these regulatory agencies and the companies that manufacture these products. Products work in many cases. But in many cases, in most cases, there are alternatives that are just as effective and much more safe. Leave baking soda, vinegar, tea tree oil, lemons, whatever. It's safer and better. So on this coming Tuesday on our podcast, we'll talk about these chemicals because here are some highlights of articles. Endocrine disrupting chemicals and pesticides and birth control. That can affect the fish. What's inside your bottled water? Top pharma, pharma brand children vitamins contain aspartame, GMOs, and other hazardous toxins. How toxic chemicals contribute to COVID-19 deaths. Chick-fil-A sandwiches contain anti-foaming chemicals that are used in lubricants, polishes, and molding. Chemicals in nail polish are linked to cancer, autoimmunity, obesity, and hormone disruption. Study links early puberty in girls to chemicals in shampoos, toothpaste, and soap. Chemicals in everyday products rival cars as a source of air pollution. What are endorphins? If common chemicals harm frogs and rats, what are they doing to our children? Is your toothpaste loaded with toxins? Why isn't this being discussed in practice? How your couch, the thing you sit on, probably to watch television, how can that affect your thyroid? We have time to talk about chemicals and cosmetics. The dangers from everyday chemicals. I think the last count there was some 82,000 chemicals. Chemicals are also blamed for a decline in sperm production. So guys, between the chemicals and your sperm, soy, reducing your testosterone and estrogen. Trying to do to you guys. Okay, let me get to a few things. First off, only in the course of this pandemic, I recommend a book called Invisible Interested in the history of this book that should be published as a new story. first antenna. Dr. Person wrote, you know, the body of evidence. It will appear that minimum contamination can best be achieved by not wearing a mask at all. 
that wearing a mask during surgery is a standard procedure that could be abandoned. We have a list of Seventeen study. He says the schools in China are now prohibiting students from wearing masks while exercising because it's just killing them, depriving them of oxygen, and killing them. At least three children died during the physical education class. Two of them were running on the school track while wearing a mask. And a 26-year-old man suffered a collapse moment after running two and a half miles while wearing a mask. Mandating masks has not passed anywhere. Twenty United States states have never ordered people to wear face masks indoors or out at dramatically lower COVID-19 death rates than. The 30 states that have these mandates. Well, we are living in an atmosphere of permanent illness, of meaningless separation, writes Benjamin Jones. Separation that is destroyed lives, souls. There are scores of articles about masks, and as I told you in previous podcasts, including the large Danish study of that look at 6,000 individuals. Statistically insignificant difference between the mask world. Medical mass affects physiology. They lower your oxygen level. They raise your CO2 or carbon dioxide level. They trap any viruses you exhale. And then increase the viral infection load and you inhale. Guess what? Every disease. It's worse when you have low oxygen levels. We're always back to Dr. Warburg, Otto Warburg, won the Nobel Prize twice. He said if you have adequate oxygen, you won't get cancer. And if you have adequate oxygen levels, you can cure cancer. There's a lot of social disconnection. And most people it can make the exhale go in your house. Let's go through a few other studies just to be sure. Uh, 
say we were talking about politics. There was an article this week. COVID-19 cases dropped 40% last week. The number of reported COVID-19 infections plummeted 40% in the United States in just one week and 30% worldwide in the past three weeks. And it isn't the vaccines, because they really aren't vaccines anyway. Why? Because only 8% of Americans and 13% of people worldwide have received their first dose. New York Times COVID tracker. Cases down 30%. John Hopkins, down 40%. Daily cases, down 45% since the peak. The World Health Organization said Monday its world in data graph show daily infection rate has fallen 30%. Many epidemiologists have noted the coronavirus in the second wave is following a bell-shaped pattern well-known to epidemiologists. Regardless of mitigation efforts, it would have followed this path anyway. Then in January, what happens, the World Health Organization officially acknowledges that their so-called gold standard test that has been used to diagnose COVID-19 had a high rate of false positives, making it unreliable. Even Fauci said it's unreliable. So all through this, we've had a case demic and lots of fraud going on. Because of the cycle threshold limit was too high. And that's why we had a 97% false positive rate. A briefing published by four British scientists concluded the PCR test is distorting policy and creating the illusion that we are in a serious pandemic when in fact we are not. A false positive pseudo-epidemic is a well-described phenomenon. We get an exponential rise in diagnosed cases and deaths, but no excess deaths. As of January 22nd, 501 deaths and 10,748 other injuries reported from the COVID vaccine. Now, just to be sure you understand this, this is not a vaccine. It's only called a vaccine so they can get by the normal testing that biologics have to get through and, and drugs have to get this is a biological agent. It's an experimental biological agent. The average age of those who died was 77. The youngest was 23. There's another set, subset of 11,249 total adverse events reported to the CDC Center for a vaccine adverse event reporting system. 
even filed between December 14th and January 29th. And if these numbers seem high to you, remember it's only about 1% of reactions that are even filed. So as of January 29th, 35 million people have received one or both doses of the so-called vaccine. But remember, it is a bio, experimental biological infection. And these companies, Pfizer and Moderna, have been granted emergency use authorization. They are still considered experimental until fully licensed. 453 of those deaths were in the United States. 53% of those who died were male, 43% were female. Now there's a difference there, but the gender was not added into the There were 690 reports of anaphylactic reactions. Six-year-old woman in Virginia died on January 30th, hours after receiving her first dose. But you're not going to have anyone say these vaccines. This, this would have happened anyway. Prior to the emergency use of an experimental everything was COVID. Down the steps, it's COVID. You get the flu, it's COVID. You jump off a building and die, it's COVID. You die in any one of a number of ways, it's COVID. Making any sense. Clinical trials suggested that almost all of the benefits of this shot the vast majority of injuries were associated with the second dose, which is generally double the first dose. This reporting system that the CDC set up is a passive one. It relies on the willingness of individuals and physicians to submit reports. Although healthcare providers are required by law to, to uh, report any adverse event, an adverse event listed by the vaccine manufacturer. CDC says healthcare providers are strongly encouraged to report this. However, quote, within the specified time on quote, that means that reactions occurring outside of a time frame may not be reported. And maybe some uh, side effects won't occur for days or hours, days later, so they'll never know. But as I said, historically, fewer than 1% of these events are. That's why we're always talking about transplants. Frontline diet doctors, another area, another frontline diet doctors, AFLB, AFLB, Dr. Gold, is the person who does this. 
emergency room physician. She has been censured for her views on hydroxychloroquine. Now it's been proven that she has been right all along. She has been saying that these are not vaccines. They are, they are experimental biological agents. That said that they should not be called vaccines because that is inappropriate. So we've talked about this. Dr. Mikovits has, has, has told us what the, the envelope of the mRNA contains. It contains retroviruses, HIV, spike protein. Who knows what else? That gets into every cell, the body. Cause your brain cells to catch on fire. It's ironic, ladies and gentlemen, when seniors die before vaccination. So we have to do something to prevent cancer. Now that they're dying after the vaccination. Well, it's a coincidence. They're dying of natural causes. They're not going to be bad at the vaccine. vaccines are safe. Japan, I can tell you, is not allowing you vaccines. Gosh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, and these data dumps from the CDC news are coming on Friday. So this is really gene therapy. I want to get that across. There's a business ethicist and a professor named Dr. David Martin, his PhD. Quote, mRNA is not a vaccination. It's a gene therapy that was originally developed for cancer treatment. Think about that. He calls this whole thing a propaganda war and a problem in terms used by media and even John Hopkins and the World Health Organization. Although he says the World Health Organization correctly distinguishes between SARS-CoV-2 as a virus. SARS-CoV-2 as a virus and COVID-19 as a set of clinical symptoms. These, these terms have been, have been used interchangeably. Most of the people who had this low PCR test were not sick at all. It's an illusion, ladies and gentlemen. We used to hear every day 5,000 cases, 10,000 cases. Most of these people, 97% of them, were, were not even sick. 
Most of, those, most of them never even had a single symptom. So, what has been going on? The story is yet to be told. Dr. Martin says COVID-19 is not a disease. He said it is a series of clinical symptoms. Big umbrella of things associated with what used to be called flu. Well, yeah, when you get muscle aches, fever, you get pneumonia. I mean, people die, die of pneumonia every year, but they have lumped them all as a COVID-19 death. So according to him, a vaccination is typically understood as being a treatment with an attenuated or a live virus. Like the flu vaccines, you know, they get the last year's virus and they attenuated, they call embryos and make a vaccine. And they're meant to keep you from getting an infection and to keep you from transmitting the infection. Probably says Pfizer, but this is not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy because Moderna and Pfizer creation send a strand of synthetic RNA into the human being and is invoking within the human being the creation of a spike protein. This mRNA is, has a lipid coating. So we can get the spike protein and every, anything else it is carrying into the cell. But the problem is this is not only not keeping you from getting sick, it's making your body pro produce the thing that makes you sick. It is your, makes your body react to these spike proteins. Injection makes your body produce an effect that makes one sick. You're right. But Dr. Martin says it's not at all like a vaccine. Since a vaccine is supposed to trigger immunity, it's not supposed to trigger you to make a toxin. He says it is not somewhat different. It's not the same at all. Changes. Into anybody producing factory. One of the problems is, you can go off of his, his article for a minute, you don't know if this lipid coating is going to last a week, a month, a year. You don't know. It hasn't been studied yet. It's not been studied yet. It's going to continue to have your body be affected for these, or you're going to live in a low state of chronic inflammation. Remember, chronic diseases have a basis inflammation that never stops, periodontitis or oral issues or whatever. Remember, the pharmaceutical companies said they could not test for the existence or absence of the virus and they could not test transmissivity because they said it would be impractical. 
companies themselves have admitted to every single thing that Dr. Martin says. But they're using the manipulation of the word vaccine to believe they're getting something they're really not getting. I have some friends who well, got their second dose and were ill for 48 hours or so. They said, I guess it's because of the virus and the vaccine. They did not even know that they were getting vaccinations as typical or used to like This mRNA injection is not going to stop you from getting coronavirus. It's not going to stop you from getting sick. Dr. Martin says it will make you sick far more often than the virus itself. And he, he backed it up with the data. So there's short-term and long-term risk for this gene altering. There were problems with the methodology that wasn't all that transparent. We did talk a little bit about that, but just know that they are selling a bill that is not the right methodology. These are not vaccines. They're using a test that was blatantly false positive. Now, all of a sudden, they've seen the light and they said, well, this should never be a diagnostic test. We've been running it to too many amplifications called cycle threshold. We were doing it at 40. Really should do it at 25. It would be more accurate. So before the vaccine, that didn't matter whether it was done at 47. They were having all the positives they wanted. And the people who were getting sick and normally dying from flu, whatever, it didn't matter because they were just told now, if this state of emergency was never authorized, these manufacturers then would have to go through the regular regulatory process. But Dr. Martin says the state of emergency allows manufacturers to leapfrog certain regulations because of this emergency. So this gene therapy might be good, but we don't know because there's no long-term effects. Just a lot of reactions to this. India has stopped the Pfizer vaccine. According to the NBC Chicago, the second dose of COVID could provide more intensive. Now that the doctor in Florida was due to the COVID second shot. So just want to make sure you know this. Again, it's information. You can check me out. Do some uh, search on your own.
but I really have a, a problem in, in population, especially when it's used most vulnerable, elderly, with comorbidities. People that have been shut in have inadequate levels of vitamin D that are prone to get any infection anyway. As we talked about for years, when you have low vitamin D levels, you're more prone to it. Now we're injecting this gene therapy. I really have a problem with this. Maybe Japan's on to the India. Japan has it started the inoculation process because they want their students. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Cahill, C A H I L L. Search her and listen to her video. Thank you. It's biological. Dr. Joe Marcola, although he's been demonized and vilified, uh, he had Dr. Judy Mikovits in a video on from January 31st. Judy Mikovits is a molecular biologist. I want to listen to her you know, to get more educated on what's going on. So, as I said, this is just a casual day. I wanted to make sure you had all. Not getting there. For you, everyone that's concerned with the environment, there a recent report that 1.5 billion face masks have flooded the oceans in 2020. Out of the 53 billion that were produced, 1.5 billion face masks. Remember, these face masks have plastic particles in them. Going to be deadly to the fish, deadly to the strings or for the ear loops, or deadly to birds. Aquatic lights. What's going to happen with all these masks from the people that are really sick get thrown in the trash? Shouldn't they be a biological hazard? It's a question. Why aren't we yet treating them? If you're wearing these things, please. Please treat them with respect. I try not to wear one, but if I have to, I do spray it with colloidal silver. Silver nanoparticles. Don't touch them with your hands. Keep them uh, sealed in a zip lock bag or something. Just carry it in any old pocket. Don't carry it around your neck and sweat into it. Want to use it, do it properly. But the death rates have continued with this logical injection. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. Now, people say, Are you a real doctor? Well, yes. I have a license for 
board certified in family practice. Had a holistic practice when I was in practice. Tried not to use drugs when possible. Ran everything like systematic. I've written peer reviewed articles. Actually, two articles. Syndrome and now surgery. I've been around. I'm not the smartest guy around, but I do read everything that comes across my desk. And I have a conference with physicians to discuss this and are not beholden to bureaucrats like Fauci and whatever. So, yes, I am a physician, basically. Just doing this is my little part. You may not be aware of. You need to have. more you can get and don't disagree with all the last people always agree with you. Something that people talk about sharing. There are some things coming from the Raising the fact that people can be probably we're probably there already. How many teen suicides are we going to have to live with? How many spousal abuse abuses are we going to have? How many depressive people now? You know, it's almost a, a, a revolving door, right? You keep the person inside, you keep them in fear, they get depressed, they get no vitamin D. Now they're susceptible to whatever comes So please do take your vitamin D, huh? Get your vitamin D double check and make sure it's Take your vitamin C and quercetin. Take your zinc. Take your melatonin. Really important. Remember that ivermectin. Use your cattle, really. Again, now, after all this time. Finally, they're saying it is a hydroxychloroquine really, really works early. Studies that came out and said it did work when it was used for 60 years. There's a protocol out if you're interested by the Eastern Virginia Medical School. Okay, so Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about chemicals because I said just a weekly use of disinfectants will probably result, let's, let's say, an average of 30% of some kind of lung disease. The study I talked talk about earlier in the show was 
So uh, we'll talk about chemicals in our environment, cosmetics and nail polish. Plastic bottles still have a lot of uh, chemicals in them. They're endocrine disruptors. That's with our thyroid, our adrenals, our sex organs. Talk about along uh, with chemicals, something that I have been preaching for months. That's about the superior interior by keeping yourself healthy because that's going to protect your system stores. We'll talk about that superior. And uh, any questions or two Thank you for tuning in. If you like the show, tell your friends. And my dear friend Freddie, a musician. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the day. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week